You know, Agnes, I always thought Enfield would be a bit more built up. I never pictured something this quiet. Have you never been tempted by a change of pace? Well, Inspector, it's, it's the only life I've ever really known. My family moved here shortly after the war. I was only 12 at the time. Oh, is that so? Where did you move here from? Spark Hill, Birmingham. My parents didn't have a choice. They had to move after the air raids left them jobless during the war. I see. Do you speak as if you've lived here your whole life? Well, I don't feel as if I've lived in Spark Hill. <laughs> My siblings and I weren't lucky enough to be evacuated during the war. We spent a lot of time in hiding growing up. It's a miracle I can count to five. Really? Um, not that I'm underqualified or anything. Um, I suppose I um, just worked hard to get where I am. I'll be the last person to deny that you did. I know better than most how hard it is to ascend the ranks in this field. Yes, right. By the way, what exactly are we searching for? Uh, we didn't find much at the Joneses' residence. Besides more unanswered questions. I'm not entirely sure yet. It's best we get a scope of the area first. We need to know more about Gordon Road and the people on it. It seems a bit deserted, don't you think, Murphy? I suppose everyone is keeping to themselves. Not a resident in sight. It's rather eerie. Yeah, even the red bricks look less red. There's something more to this. It, it, it's lifeless. You would have thought people would get nosy. Especially with the area sectioned off. We should head back to the station. I think we're best off reviewing what we've got so far. Are we not going to ask the neighbours anything? There's no point. The atmosphere is tense at the moment. These people are obviously frightened. We can't risk an unreliable witness. Mm, you're right. Let's head back. Good afternoon, gents. Righty-ho. Are they always that disdainful? You do get used to it after a while. A mere hello isn't that hard. They're exceptionally challenged. Shall we take a look at what we've got so far? There's something off about this entire case. How did Mrs Jones end up lying on the pavement? I refuse to believe she just tripped. Mm. Her medical records are as pristine as they come. She hasn't made a doctor's appointment in years and she was in the workforce Perhaps too. Perhaps there's... A hard-working woman with a reliant husband doesn't simply perish. She's depended upon. She has to Barbara. work. Yes, Agnes? You may be getting a bit carried away. Just listen, please. Right. What is it? Look at it from the other side. She was overworked, possibly under-respected. It's likely she didn't have enough time to visit the doctors. Yes, it's possible. Just hear me out. Fine. We need to try to be objective about this. I hear you, Murphy. Now, I would appreciate it if you could try to understand where I'm coming from. Something foul is happening in this town. Is there? We need to consider the possibility that maybe she couldn't... couldn't take it anymore. And if you look around, there are 20 other men who are most likely working under that assumption too. We have to look differently. But not just for the sake of it. I feel it too, all right? The need to... to prove everyone wrong to show your worth. They don't feel it. Most of them won't ever have to. Enough! All the doubt. 
the doubt of almost every man to ever cross my path in this field. I am over it. I know what they think of me around here, but most importantly, I don't care. I know there is more to this. Are we on the same page? Yes. Right. Murder isn't out of the question. She was seen in distress prior to her being discovered in the street, in broad daylight, may I add. Seems like odd grounds to commit a murder, but we know the residents are acting eerily quiet about it all. Yes. We've already had multiple witnesses who were there to see Mrs. Jones's body after her collapse. It would be hard to say if anyone was present to murder her, but an abrasing was clearly visible on her head. It could have been inflicted before she appeared on the street. Come and take a look at this. It says here that the Joneses don't have any immediate family members in the area. Liz was orphaned following a bombing in 1941 and Joe's family moved back to Carmarthenshire after the war. It seems the neighbours really would know them best. Tomorrow we'll go back to Gordon Road and start asking around. Look for anyone who personally knows the Joneses. It's time there was some common sense around here. And it's up to us to bring it. Follow me and you'll get the hang of it. Thank you, Mum. I appreciate that. You all right? Good morning. Sergeant Murphy, Enfield Police. I was wondering if I could borrow a few minutes of your time. Is this to do with all the ruckus out here? Yes, it's, it's all part of an ongoing investigation. I wanted to ask if there was anything you could tell me about the family in question. Are you familiar with the Joneses? And if I was, what's it to you? Do you think someone killed her? Miss, I can't confirm anything to you at this time, but I assure you we're doing everything we can to resolve this situation. Well, I'm not running my mouth about anything. Unless you've got a warrant. We don't know anything to anyone. I dread to think about what my husband would say if he finds out about this. Please, miss. Any information you have may help us with this case. Is there nothing you can tell me? I assure you, all we're trying to do is uncover the truth. She just collapsed in the street. Sometimes hear yelling from across the road, but it's nothing to do with us. Yelling? I don't have time for this. Pick of the pops is on the radio. Come back when you've got proper reason. All right, lovely. Miss? Have a nice day. All right, lovely. Hello, can I help you? I believe you can. Good morning, sir. My name is D.I. Barbara Donovan, and I'm here on behalf of Enfield Police. I was wondering if you could spare a few minutes of your time to answer some of my questions. Well, well yeah, of course. Uh, is everything all right? Yeah. No, of course, yeah. Absolutely. Right. Well, sir, I'm inquiring about the Joneses. Could you tell me about their presence in the neighbourhood? I appreciate you asking, but I want anything to do with them. How so? They never looked too kindly to me. I don't know why. I'm always civil with them. This was an aim, right? Awful shame what happened. That's right. If you could tell me anything you know... I really shouldn't speak ill. Please. Even the smallest piece of information would suffice. If you insist. Truth is that she had this habit of being invasive. Invasive? Yeah. Miss Jones would always try and pry into our personal lives. I live alone, you see. 
So her curiosity was bountiful, asking me why I wasn't married, asking me prior relationships, telling neighbours that I was estranged. Felt very spiteful, but she didn't deserve what happened to her. I see. May I take your name, please? Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Malden. Uh, Dennis Malden. Well, I have all I need to know for now. Thank you for your time, sir. Of course. Banner. This street's been a hard nut to crack. Everyone seems to be on edge. Indeed. You were right. No one seems to spare sympathy. It's as if they're all scared of something. Hmm. Where did that come from? Over there, I believe. Excuse me, sir. You lot are asking about the Joneses, right? We are. Do you have any information? I do, in fact. That Mr Jones, a nutcase. Could you elaborate? We'd always see him and his wife. He'd decorate her like a trophy. Necklaces, dresses, fancy scents. All while he'd be lounging in his not-so-Sunday best. Whenever he'd land a thump on her, she'd always make a song and dance about it. Something odd was going on in that house, I tell you. A thump, you say? And the rest. She'd never stop whining about it. May I take your details, sir? Thought you'd never ask. Jeff. Jeffrey Harold. So what do we have so far? Apart from the fact that people seem to be afraid of their own shadow round here. They were an odd couple. Actually... Do you think that could be a clue in itself? What do you mean? The fact that everyone's faces went dark when they heard her name. I don't know. It, it seems contradictory. Up until now, she had this perfect reputation of a loving housewife who made no fuss. But now we can't even mention her without people shivering. You do have a point. But we don't have anything to prove it. All the evidence we have right now is against our husband. But other than that, we know nothing about her. Are you saying he might have killed her? I'm not saying anything yet. Let's not jump to conclusions right away. Something though, isn't it? At least we have a place to start. Let's see what the autopsy reveals first. May I help you? Are you Coroner Brown? Yes. I'm here to discuss the Jones case. I suppose you're the one examining Elizabeth Jones's body. I was told I should expect Detective Inspector Donovan to discuss this. That would be me. Your D.I. Donovan? Yes, and this is Sergeant Agnes Murphy. Shall we get started? All right, then. So, have you discovered anything strange so far? Well, the body sure is a mess. I'm still waiting for the blood test results, but the poor thing definitely had it rough at home. What do you mean? She was badly injured when she died. We're talking bruises, a few broken ribs, the contusion on her head, and they can't be accidental. There's no sign of a massive blood loss or concussion, but her neck is badly swollen and her face is bruised, as if she was put in a chokehold shortly before she died. Are you saying she may have died of asphyxiation? I'm saying it's a possibility. Have you found anything to suggest that she was physically assaulted before she died? There have been some accusations levelled against her husband. Apparently he's a very troubled man who was likely abusive towards her. Well, then it looks like we're onto something. If anything else comes up, I'll let you know. But you should definitely look into the husband. Thank you, Coroner. We'll be in touch. Could it be Joe? I'm still not fully convinced. I mean, it seems as though the evidence is slowly leading us there. Maybe this isn't so hard after all. It's too easy. There's got to be more to it than a husband who never learned to keep his hands to himself. The only concrete lead we have is the marks that sick man left on her. 
I can't help but wonder at what's keeping everyone so quiet. It seemed like they were all somehow involved, as if they knew something, but they were afraid of saying it. And then that neighbour, Dennis. He was the only one who actually dared to speak of her. That's not something to be ignored. We should set her marriage aside for the moment, see if we can gather more information about her. You do have a point. Where do you reckon we should look? Evening, Coroner. Good evening, Inspector. I'm here about the Jones case. Have you finished your report? Mostly. The blood results haven't come back yet, but I've finished my physical examination. I've already given my report to D.I. Donovan. Good. Listen, Brown, I need a favour. What sort of favour? When you get the blood test back, I need you to present it to me first. I'll be sure to pass the information on to Inspector Donovan. And may I ask why that is? Well, someone needs to supervise her. I can't fully trust her. Inspector Richards, to what do I owe the pleasure? Good evening, Donovan. I came in to check on you. See how the investigation is going for the Jones case. Right. It's going well. Still too early to tell, but we're on the right track. You're sure there's nothing you've missed? Nothing that any of us need to examine? Well, considering the fact that I was transferred here to oversee this case, as I'm the only one without a personal connection to our victim, no thank you. Besides, that's what Sergeant Murphy is here for. Why is it that you choose Murphy to help you with the case? I thought I might give her a chance, since none of you seem to be interested in doing so. If you did, you'd realise that she was actually quite bright. I have to say, Donovan, I'm not sure that I trust you two together. Inspector Donovan to you. And why is that exactly? Excuse me, but what exactly are you trying to accomplish here? You're creating issues for the investigation. I've heard reports that people have laughed in your face when you ask them for information. How do you expect otherwise? Who would take you two seriously? Ah, so it is your belief that Detective Murphy and I should lock ourselves in our houses and never be useful again because these civilians outrank our years of experience on the force? Listen, I've been here far longer than you. I've seen things in this town. I know this couple. I'm not attempting to step on your toes here, but coming from someone who's lived here their entire life, there was always something off about the Joneses. It feels like that's exactly what you're doing. Feel however you wish. It doesn't change the facts. That's all I've heard since I started on this case. You're not telling me anything new here. Then I think you already have your answer. I've spoken with Coroner Brown. His reports lead us to the same conclusion. First of all, that wasn't your place to do so. I am in charge here. Secondly, I would rather try a bit harder than blame the whole thing on the first man that looks suspicious. Trust me, the answer is pretty clear-cut. Do you know how many men with post-war trauma we've had to deal with here? I was hoping to gather some more information about Liz before jumping to conclusions, thank you. Why? Because, Inspector, there's usually more to a woman than a man she married. 
Liz had her own life, was her own person, and ruling out endless possibilities that come with the knowledge of that would be naive. Mrs Jones was just an innocent housewife. That's what we've heard. A lot can happen behind closed doors. Okay. How do you explain this? What is this? His journal. It tells you everything you need to know. We found it in his possessions. Take a look at it yourself. The man is seriously deranged. You searched their house? Inspector, this is supposed to be my case. Well, you missed that one, didn't you, Barb? Call Jones in for an interview, if you're still not convinced. See what he has to say. Although I'm telling you, this case has already solved itself. I... Okay. Hello? You shouldn't have called me here. It, it isn't secure. Y yes, yes. She has it. I, I gave it to her. Yes. We're sticking to the plan. We're still waiting for the blood test results. They know nothing. As far as I'm concerned, it came out all clear. You're, you're, you're safe, all right? Don't worry about anything. It's over. Now, get some rest, okay? We'll speak in the morning. Goodbye Girl, Episode 2, Gordon Street. In Goodbye Girl, Episode 2, Barbara was played by Emily Dixon. Agnes by Amy Snudden. Max Lilko played Dennis. James Rundle played David. And Raph James played the coroner. Other roles were performed by members of the company. Goodbye Girl Episode 2 Gordon Street was written by Venice Billia and Dylan Stokes. The sound designer is Lily Talbot and the director is Theo Wise. Goodbye Girl is a Wildin audio production for Raw Holloway. <laughs>